Welcome to Motherhood from the Brain, a podcast guiding moms of preteen girls on how to navigate emotional challenges that are not addressed in school. We share real stories, expert advice, and brain-based methods for handling tough moments. Discover insights to create a deeper connection with your preteen and improve your motherhood journey. Let's tackle the uncharted territory of parenting together. Hosted by professional certified coach, Esther Babazi. Hello there, moms. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood from the Brain, episode number two. I just want to say a small disclaimer. I am not a psychiatrist or psychologist or any other licensed mental health worker on this podcast. Motherhood from the Brain, I am just sharing what has helped me transform my life. Today, we are going to talk about feeling anger as a mother. It is important because if we do not know how to relate to our anger, we may end up yelling or saying mean things under our breath, being permissive or ignoring our children and all those things that we do when we are angry. I used to believe that quote-unquote good moms were never supposed to get angry or if they got angry at their kids, they had to hide it. I would ask my my kids for something for what felt felt like maybe a hundredth time and they would ignore me or maybe what I was asking of them was not a priority in their lives. So I felt annoyed and here's the thing, I thought that I wasn't allowed to be angry at my own kids. It felt wrong. Many times I felt conflicted and this made everything worse. I tried to keep it all inside. But sooner or later, things would boil over and I would end up yelling. I have since learned that anger is an emotion that comes from what I am thinking at any given time. Our brains come up with sentences or thoughts about a particular circumstance. And these sentences or these thoughts lead us to feel certain sensations or vibrations in our body. And anger is one of those sensations. Anger can be very intense and stimulating. It can feel like a flush in your face, and if you are fair-skinned, you can even become red. Sometimes you can feel a tightness in your chest, or a knot in your stomach, or something in your throat. These are all uncomfortable sensations, but they are not dangerous. If you let them move around your body without interrupting them, they will dissipate. I like to look at anger as waves in the sea or in the ocean or in the lake that lose their power or their strength as they approach the sand. The more they approach the sand or the beach, the more weaker they become. The difference is learning to not take action in a negative way, not to take what we call negative action. For example, yelling or saying mean things under your breath, or being like ignoring or being permissive in a way you would otherwise not be. If I like also to remind myself that there are many people in prison today because of what they did when they were angry. They are not in prison because they were angry. They are, they are in prison because of the actions that they took because of the anger that they felt. So I learned to be a compassion watcher, a compassionate watcher 
of my brain. Like when I'm feeling intense anger, I just sit by or in my head, I lean back and I just watch all these sentences that are swimming in my brain. I'm not judging any of them. I'm just watching them. And these sentences are a powerful lesson or they are powerful lessons that I learn more about myself and what I believe. And this has helped me a lot because as we raise our children, there will always be circumstances. Depending on what you think about those circumstances, you are going to feel angry. Reacting to those challenges or circumstances by yelling only adds stress to the already stressful situation. Reacting with anger to stressful situations affects our mental, emotional, and physical health. And most of all, it affects our kids' mental health as well. Now, I want to give you a scenario. Imagine you just cleaned your bathroom. It's pristine, or maybe somebody cleaned it for you and it is pristine. And then your 11-year-old goes in there to get ready or whatever she does in there. And when she leaves, of course, there's like hair in the sink. The mirror is like something from a horror movie. And of course, she denies everything. That it's like she denies that she's responsible for whatever happened when she was in there. You feel angry. Now, you have a choice. You can either yell at her and clean the bathroom yourself, or you can clean the bathroom with your annoyedness or your anger. Here's the thing. You are still going to be angry all the same. When you yell at her and you clean the bathroom yourself, you're annoyed. When you don't yell at her and you clean the bathroom yourself, you're annoyed. Like There is no win-win. You are going to feel annoyed all the same. But when you choose not to yell, you're doing something powerful. You're learning to cope with stressful situations and staying calm in stressful situations. You are starting to build what we call emotional muscle. You learn to be with your anger and not reacting to that anger. You are taking positive action by cleaning the bathroom again or picking up whatever it is that you're picking up with your anger. You're not reacting with yelling. Let me repeat, this This is like very profound and many people like don't understand it. It is okay that you're annoyed or feel angry because of whatever happened. It is okay. But what we want to learn is not to take action, negative action, because we are annoyed. And part of taking negative action is yelling. When we yell because we are angry, we are taking negative action and we are reinforcing that we are teaching our brain that. But when we feel angry and do not react negatively, we are also teaching our brain something profound. We are building emotional muscle. We are learning emotional resilience and we are learning how to be calm in stressful situations. And when we do that, we learn to communicate better and build better relationships. And we even feel good about ourselves as mothers. Most of all, what this teaches is your child may not always do what you say, but they are noticing, they are copying what you do. By managing your own anger, 
you are teaching your child how to handle theirs too. Let me repeat. When you learn to be with your anger and not yell, you are teaching your child the same thing. They may not do it immediately, they may not do it tomorrow, but they are learning that, oh, it is okay to be annoyed until and, and not lash out. Just like learning how to drive or learning a new language, you need to practice, practice, practice. By managing your own anger, you are teaching your child how to handle theirs too. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Your time means the world to us. If you found this episode valuable, we would be immensely grateful if you could spare a moment to visit Apple Podcasts and share your thoughts through a review. Your feedback plays a vital role in helping fellow moms discover our podcast and enrich their own motherhood experiences. Take care and bye for now.